for downloading sockets and cylinders. I'm Statman from B105 Radio with my pal Andrew Rosen from Smythe Automotive. Back, back in action, ready to give back with everybody. And How you talking. sleeping these days, man? Because you're a new dad. Congratulations. <laughs> Less than I used to, but actually, he's he's not bad at all, man. He uh, he'll sleep three and a half, four hours. Okay. So we're pretty lucky in that aspect, as far as um, he's a pretty good sleeper. He likes to eat, so you feed him just before he goes to bed, and he'll go out for. He's a, a happy time. boy. I think he gets that from his daddy, right? <laughs> yes, I'm oh. like that. Well, welcome to the adventure of parenthood. Yes, absolutely. It's given me plenty of time not sleeping to stay up and watch movies at night. There you go. And that's one thing we're going to talk about today is cars from movies. Exactly. Obviously, your little man's got to grow up a little bit, but you'll have to show him all these movies. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of where I am with the process with my girls, mm-hmm. where I want to introduce them to show them all the movies that inspired me to be a car nerd, you know? So what's your favorite movie car? Gone in 60 Seconds, Eleanor. Okay. Yep. My kids have already seen the movie. They've they really gravitate towards muscle cars more than the supercars, the Lamborghinis and the Ferraris. They oh, like good. the American muscle. So um, they all know if daddy could have any car, it would be Eleanor from Gone in 60. Ironically, I didn't know there was an original Gone in 60 yes. up until you told me about it, I don't know, a few months ago. Yep. I thought it was an original movie. Nick Cage was the original guy and Eleanor was that Mustang. Well, little did I know that they did it back in seventy. I believe it was, it was 1970, it was early, 72. Earlier on, yeah. And uh, Eleanor was a boss Mustang, was not the Eleanor that we all know and from the posters and everything. So I got a little education. That was kind of cool. Yeah. And then I found out there was a follow-up to that movie called The Junk Man, which was a movie based on the previous Gone in 60 Seconds movie being made. Huh. It's a weird dude in the 70s. They were coming out with some weird movies. You got me on that one. I never heard of that yeah. one. Yeah. He drives a big Cadillac. Eleanor's not in it. Okay. But in this one, he drives like a big boat of a Cadillac. And the police cars are Camaros, Iroc Zs. Oh, nice. It's pretty cool. That is pretty cool. Until you see him wreck all of the cars and you're like, <laughs> oh, man, those high rods are gone forever. But what about you, Andrew? If you could have any car from any movie, what would it man, be? Man, that's tough. Ah, uh, it's hard to just choose one. It is hard to choose one because there's so many iconic ones, and you got to think about. So there's fun cars, right? Because think about Herbie, yeah, uh, and uh, all those cars, the family so, truckster from exactly. the vacation movies. That'd be goofy. exactly. And then there's like the mob cars from all the movies, right? So Cadillacs and those. But I think I tend to lean on your your daughter's preference too. American yeah. Muscle is going to be the way for me. So pretty much any car from American Graffiti, I would take and be totally happy oh, with. Oh yeah, uh, every single one of those cars in that movie I think are, are unbelievable they set the stage for absolutely of that era yeah but then again you know you got to look at the uh, and I know it sounds cheesy but Fast and the Furious oh yeah Dominic Toretto's car at the end the 67 Challenger yeah blown with the big scoop on the front of it and yeah. it's a 10 second Challenger that I would say that car is absolutely beautiful I think I'd put that up on my list too but for sure my dream car still falls back to the GT 67 GTO painted purple. That's that would, that, be would, that your, would be it in your garage one day. Not necessarily a movie car. Yeah, I think if for the movie car, I'd land on that 67 Challenger. Well, maybe you uh, you get the car and then you make the movie. You inspire <laughs> the movie by what you do in it. Maybe that's right. The sockets and cylinders. The movie. Yeah, hop in a GTO where we could go. Hey, um, but there's a bunch of other fun cars. Another car that was influential to me <laughs> was the A Team van. Okay, the GMC van. Yeah. Uh, growing up, my dad. 
dad had an Astro van, uh-huh. but it, it was like a cargo van. It didn't have the windows like the A-Team van, and we used to call it the S-Team van for stat. <laughs> and we'd all get in there, and the A-Team van was one I always wanted, because I thought that'd just be cool. You could have parties and go tailgating yeah. and stuff. What, what's another influential car in your life? Well, when I was a kid, Scooby-Doo was always a, a big thing for me, so that's more my generation. The when mystery you talk machine? About, when you talk about vans, yeah, the yeah. mystery machine, uh, that's another one for me that I think is great. And it just people think about movies, and everybody has their favorite movies, but cars are really their own characters in these movies. Oh, to me, I, I'm watching the movie for the car. Gone in 60 is about the cars when yes, I watch. Yes, absolutely. Gone in 60 definitely being a good one. Bullet, the Bullet Mustang. Oh, I mean, it, he outshined Steve McQueen, the yeah, Bullet Mustang. It, that dark green Mustang with the rims. Ah. That is up there on my list, too. One of my all-time favorite movies. I have that on DVD. I showed that to my girls, Did and they, they like the Bullet Mustang. Did you ever hear the backstory of that car that was in the movie? It I went feel, missing. I feel like I have, but I don't remember. Oh, dude, so it went missing for years. <laughs> like, I guess it went up for auction, and this guy bought it, okay. and he drove it as his daily driver. It was a family car, and once Steve McQueen died, people started looking for the car and wanted it, but he had created all these family memories with his kids in the car and going on vacation that he didn't want to sell it to anybody. It was his family car now. And he parked it in a barn and the family all agreed to never tell anybody where it was. Oh, wow. So for years and years it stayed hidden until, well, they finally tracked it down. They were able to find him and a guy had to knock on the door and ask about the car. They denied it for another few years until finally the family was like, well, you know, we kind of got to share it, but we're not going to sell it. So it's on tour right now in a glass enclosed box and it's going all over the country. But they're not going to sell it. They didn't do any changes to it. It still has like the camera mounts underneath it. Oh, that's it. cool. There's a, a thing in the trunk for the fake smoke to roll out. <laughs> but uh, the bullet Mustang, man. And they keep coming out with tributes of it. Air Ford comes out with another Mustang bullet tribute car and... They're awesome. <laughs> yeah, they are cool. Bullet rims, I would say, were the first wheels that I ever really were like, oh, man, yeah. I want to have a set of those one day on my on my car. Another influential car, the Interceptor Ford Falcon Coupe. The Mad Max car was definitely cool to me. It had a supercharger on it. Yeah, there's that whole post-apocalyptic type of feel with those vehicles. Yep. And they said a lot of those cars were destroyed and not many of them made it to the United States because they're right-hand drive. Because oh. it was an Australian car. Okay. The movie kind of took place in Australia. I don't know that I've ever actually seen that movie. Really? Yeah. Oh, you got to see it. The I car is awesome. It it's fast. One that we saw that everybody knows is Ecto-1 from the Ghostbuster movies. Yes. And while we were yes. at... Smythe Automotive yep. Shop doing the sockets and cylinders filming for the videos. One pulled into the lot. If you want to see a picture of that, check out Smythe Automotive on Instagram at Smythe Automotive, and we have a picture of it that we took that night when we were he out there. He had the cast of the movie sign it. Bill Murray had signed the dashboard yeah, of that car. That was, was neat. Cool. But it even had the rack on the top with all the gear and equipment and everything. And the thing that pulled out of the back mm-hmm. for the backpacks to go on. <laughs> and uh, that So cool. It is old cool. hearse. They, well, I guess it was an ambulance they turned into into that Uh, i was having a conversation with somebody the other day and i think this will be pretty relevant for our listeners if you're looking for vehicles now there's a big thing with the trans ams you know obviously Smokey and the bandit being one of the most famous car movies what they do now is they actually have 
Burt Reynolds come around. He'll sit in the car, drive it for a day or two. They'll pay him a chunk of money to do it. And then they'll sell these Trans Ams as Burt Reynolds driven vehicles. I have seen them. So I, I've seen Burt Reynolds owned once. Be careful if you're in the market for a Burt Reynolds wow. Trans Am because not, made a all, business of them, out right, of just not all of them are 100% original when it comes to actually being a true Smokey and the Bandit Trans Am. Wow. So the market out there. It's cool, though, because now Burt Reynolds has done great. I mean, now you could drive a car, obviously, that was owned or driven yeah. by Burt Reynolds. But just if you're looking for that authentic movie yeah. car, be careful when you're looking I for I wonder that. if he ever, like, turns them down. Like, oh, you need to restore this more. Yeah, I'm, not I'm driving sure, this. Get I'm sure there's a level com- of acceptable cars yeah. for him. Uh, too much rust. Get this out of here. I want to... Man, <clears throat> Burt Reynolds, he's still going strong. That is one of the... Definitely the most iconic cars of all time. I just uh, saw him on of all uh, time. the Mecham auction, too, not too long ago. He rode out in a Trans Am really? and stepped out, kind of waved at everybody, got oh, back man. in. It was cool. Did he have his hat on and everything still? He did. He, he, did. he knows <laughs> what made him famous. He's, he's working it. Another great movie, The Blues Brothers. Oh, yeah. Iconic car. Just for the, the destruction of vehicles in that movie alone. Driving right? through the mall. I remember... I remember seeing that scene going, you could do that? The police chase is <laughs> yes. absolutely my favorite part of that movie. That was one of the greatest chase scenes, yeah. Destroyed, what, a hundred and something cop cars in that movie. It was just all yep. over the place. I've seen quite a few tributes of that car, too, the Blues Brothers yep. car. Dodge Monaco, which is neat. Not something that you hear about every day, but with the, the big speaker on the top. and If you're going to do a tribute <laughs> car, it has to have that speaker on top. Uh, I mean, there's the Batmobile. You know, uh, that's a yeah. famous car. I mean, it all goes way back to a prototype Lincoln, if I remember right, that ended up turning it into a, the Batmobile. And now you've got to buy the kit and you could turn any large frame car into a Batmobile with a little That's always work. cool. And it goes back into the cars being characters. You have all these different types of cars and a lot of times obviously they fit the characters in the movies. You look at the Blues Brothers again, we reference back that. Jake and Elwood were kind of those old rough and tumble kind of guys and their car represented them in that. Yep. When you look at James Bond and his Aston Martins that he drives, very Character clean cut. Yeah. Yep, exactly. And so those I, Aston Martins, man, they are super rare now. Yeah. You could get one from the movie that yeah. has all the gas gadgets and stuff and then the amphibious vehicles when he drives out into the water and he can do all sorts of stuff like that Um, it's funny enough we talked about Dominic Toretto on Fast and the Furious but I bring Vin Diesel back up the GTO he drove in triple X Oh, another great car. Yes. I forgot about Triple X. And that was a purple GTO. Now that I'm sitting here thinking about there it. There we go. <laughs> There's it. Oh. It had the rockets that came out of the headlights. and yeah, it, I forget that, that he had an awesome car in that movie. I'm going to have to watch that one again. Triple X, it's been a little while. It's funny. Uh, another famous car that was very influential to me that I had the toys of growing up was Kit from Knight Rider. Uh, that car I thought was the coolest. And as a Mustang nerd guy, they brought back <laughs> Knight Rider when they read this Velp. Uh, redesigned the Mustang in the you know mid two thousands, and I did not like the fact that they turned Kit into a Mustang. I I was like, nope, that's not the Kit. I don't care if it has the swap, the light that goes back and <laughs> forth. It's not the same car. The, you got to have that voice. So that definitely, I always thought was one of the coolest cars. And the first time I ever saw a steering wheel that wasn't round, uh-huh. it kind of had a cool like I don't know, like the Batmobile steering wheel. I guess it might be kind of like another obviously Jurassic Park being more of a modern movie. But the Jeep Wranglers that are in there, I know there's a guy here local in town. We yeah. kind of talked about. We both seen on the road yeah. a complete uh, mimic of the 
And those the, the are Jeep fun. And those. Yeah, it's fun. And, and you could even, I've even seen from that movie too, where there's Ford Explorers that came out. They kind of had a co- real colorful paint job. That huh. might have been uh, Jurassic Park 2, actually, with the okay. Explorers. But uh, I've seen those around. That's kind of a cool car. Another uh, fun movie car, dude, Wayne and Garth. <laughs> the gremlin it had like a little flames coming yeah. off of the front wheel the big yeah. bubble window I know, in the you, back you are always a fan of the flames on a car I, a little bit of a nerd <laughs> hey, but dude. if you have that car you have to have queen bohemian rhapsody on like all the time while you're just driving on repeat yes you gotta just keep that that's another great great car and then but, when you can't forget to mention the delorean oh yes the back to the future Which car in and of itself as a basic vehicle looked like a spaceship to start with yep and then they they added all the flux capacitor. That's right. And and all the stuff to that, which has always been fun. That's a cool car. You know, one car that I always thought would be fun was the uh, from Dumb and Dumber. I think it was called Mutt Cuts. The the van <laughs> that he had that looked like a giant dog. Yeah, yes. he's driving along and the dogs are all falling around in the back. And- yeah. <laughs> that makes me think we were at Kroger yesterday when yeah. my wife was so excited because the Oscar Mayer Wiener van the was, out, was yes. out front. Yeah, and I heard that was in town. Out of it. Yeah, she was like, oh man, it's been all over the news and it's here. I was like, I didn't it's know. It's huge. I didn't know that the Oscar Mayer Wienermobile was uh, newsworthy. Yep. But you know what? When you think about it, it is. It's an iconic vehicle. It is. I'm sure they probably have 30 And or you know what else was torn but... around, too? Did you happen to see the Peanuts truck? It's a giant no. peanut on wheels. She mentioned it to me, though, when she was okay. talking about it, because I guess she had heard about the I Oscar Mayer and that the Peanuts. One. No, I haven't seen that one either. That'd be kind of goofy. Did you ever see the movie The League of Extraordinary Gentlemen? I did. Yeah, and that was that pretty good. Beautiful. I don't know what it was, but it was that beautiful white car Captain Nemo drove in that movie. It looks like an old twenty. It had to have been a Rolls Royce or the car had like it was like an artwork sculpture on the front yes. headlights. They had like completely redone it. It was very beautiful, very ornate. They call it the Spirit of Nemo. Captain Nemo's 20-foot-long convertible. It's for sale on eBay, I guess. The chassis of the vehicle is completely custom designed for the movie, from what I'm reading. Wow. They, it's a piece of artwork, realistically, right? So it has those dual front <laughs> wheels on it. It was a Land Rover fire tender frame that they built that off, and the fiberglass body was hand sculpted specifically for the movie a six-wheel convertible that would be an interesting car yeah i guess if you got an extra like two hundred fifty thousand laying around you could buy it <laughs> if you buy the car make sure you yeah. email us at podcast at smythautomotive.com send us your pictures please and we'd love to have you on the show it's uh, just reading here. I guess the the guy who built it, Mister Freeman, it took him six thousand five hundred hours to make. Oh my gosh! Wow! But yeah, that was what a labor of love. Cool one that I remember, and that was just one that. That's cool. I never even thought head. about that one. That was a good car. So, Another uh, famous Beetle that I was kind of bamboozled by when the Transformers movies came out was Bumblebee. Yeah. I used to have him as a Transformer and he was a Volkswagen Beetle. Yep. But then they redid the movies and he came out as a Camaro and I ain't complaining about that. But I, I always knew him as a Beetle and it's nice to see they're coming out. I guess he's getting his own standalone film. Okay. Still a great car. You know, the yellow and black can't be mistaken. Starsky and Hutch drove Striped Tomato, the Ford Gran Torino. Gran Torino, that's what it was. And that's one car that I actually have never seen, Starsky and Hutch, the original. I saw when they Yeah, I never saw the original. Back, they came back out with it with Ben uh, Stiller. Ben St- and it was Owen horrible. Yeah, it, it was, was bad comedy. <laughs> and it was, I don't know. The, it, 
it just didn't work. And to me, I was like, wanted to see more of the car. And that, the jump they did at the end, though, that was always funny. And then they missed, they overshoot the boat, and the whole car just goes right into the harbor <laughs> or whatever. That poor car. I, see, I see the movies. Do you have this feeling, too, when you're watching the movie and you see the car wrecked, like in Bullet, when it wrecks? It's like, oh, my favorite character's dead. Yeah. Where they blow up the Batmobile or wreck up Eleanor. It's like, come on. No. Well, the only thing you can have faith in is knowing that they're not actually destroying real cars and at least they're they're destroying models of the car. I hope. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah, at least at least at least that's what you hope. Another one I know is sort of taboo, but you, you gotta mention the general. At oh the end yeah, of the day, general, the general Lee. Lee. Yeah, Dukes of Hazard you, boys. You gotta give it credit. So it, many different car people out there were inspired by that car and yeah, that that's one that'll go down in the history book. And All time. You and I are both muscle car guys, and we've talked about enough of them. But even still, with that being said, and the modern generation will get this, the Fast and Furious cars. Oh, yes. The, the whole... Nissan Skyline. Yep. The Supra that was in that first Nobody movie. Nobody knew what those cars were until these movies came right. out. Yeah, the oh, whole era the of this, The Civic, fixing up Civics. You know, those were just economic throwaway cars you buy your teenage driver until those movies came out. I know. Now it's like everybody's souping up Civics. And they put the, the big logos on the side and the yeah, vinyl decals the graphics and wings and which we'll talk let's touch on that in our next episode let's talk about trends in okay. vehicles from when you were younger when i was younger and maybe we'll call in a couple guests that sure. maybe have some years on us so we could talk about trends and vehicles from because it is interesting how each generation kind of has their own mm-hmm. thing but uh and now all... kids today is just take uber everywhere yeah <laughs> so, oh, so they don't need a car oh well, they're missing out but somebody's got to drive the ubers right that's fair I would uh, love if a guy pulled up in like a nice 69 Camaro and gave me a ride. In oh, I, I, <laughs> yes. I would give him such great score after that. <laughs> well, there's so many more movie cars that we don't have time to get to. We just wanted to talk about some of our favorites. Before we go, though, you brought up one earlier today that I didn't even think of that is one of the most iconic cars from Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Yes. The, the Ferrari. Ferrari. It was a gt 30, if I'm not mistaken. Yep. <laughs> so weren't they running the car in reverse to get Two, the miles yeah. down? It was a 250 GT. Was Is that car, even real? Would that work? So from my understanding, back in the day, yes. You Those could, old cars, you, you clock can... them backwards. That's um, nuts. And they fixed that, obviously. They changed all that uh, with the whole technology. Yeah, it's all the computer newer cars right and now. stuff. No, it broke my heart when Cam kicks it at the end, though, and you see that oh. jack stand bend, and that car just go through the window. Goes through the window and into the woods. and oh, It's like you said earlier, you get that feeling in the pit yeah. of the stomach <laughs> just, the demise uh, of all the why why do all the best cars <laughs> gotta crash oh well whether it's a death race car whatever it is tell us about it we'd love to hear about your favorite yes. movie cars there's so many we didn't get to christine another famous one uh just email us and tell us about it podcast it's mythautomotive.com we also like to talk about fixing up cars and would love to help you problem solve any uh, car problems that you might have, you could email podcast at mythautomotive.com and shoot us your questions there. Thanks so much for downloading Sockets and Cylinders. This was fun talking about movie cars, and well, I really hope we get to hear from you. It was a pleasure to get back in action and back in my old seat again and yeah. get talking with everybody. We look forward to talking to you guys next time.